Factory Reset, Part 2 Notes Here it is, Part 2 and Final Let's assume that Dean is not the ultimate sex god we all know he is and doesn't reign supreme in the knowledge of all things pleasurable. Just for this bit. I've got a shout out to Carly Karma, who helped read through the draft and commented up a storm. And Dandelion Dreaming, whose writing in The Rookie seems to always be a source of inspiration. Check their work out if you haven't already. You will not be disappointed. Music Lyrics from Pour Some Sugar on Me by Def Leppard. Dean stares up at the ceiling of his bedroom. It's late. He should get up and turn off the desk lamp and the other one in the corner of the room. Instead, he's got headphones on, listening to the mixtape you gave him. For about a month now, whenever they aren't off on a case and in the bunker, he's been listening to it every night. It reminds him of you. Like he needs another reminder. You've been in your room since you all got back. Dean had brought you a sandwich soon after landing. You thanked him and grabbed the plate with a voracious smile and lip lick that almost triggered an involuntary dropping to his knees. The subsequent bite, indulgent chew, an excessive moan, hadn't helped either. Once you seemed to get yourself together, praised Dean's condiment skills, and gave him a short reprieve from all your unconscious sexy, you expressed the need for a long-ass nap. You and Sam had spent a lot of time talking in the car. The topic of discussion was apparently not about to be shared with Dean. Even when he tried to pull details from his brother, Dean had been shut down. Sam was in a hurry to get out of the bunker and meet up with Eileen in Smith Center. Dean wouldn't express it out loud, but he thought the dorky dudes drop everything at a moment's notice to spend some time with his lady when she was nearby was kind of charming. He was maybe even a little jealous at the way the two hunters made space and time for a romantic rendezvous. Plus, Sam definitely seemed happier getting some on a semi-regular basis. By the time Dean had showered, Sam had already left and texted to not wait up, which left Dean alone with you in this fortress. But you couldn't have felt farther away as he tried to work up the nerve to go to you. Ask you to take pity on him. Pull him out of the misery of want he was drowning in because of you. He stares at his phone screen, willing you to shoot him a text message. To reach out. Shit. Ask him to make you another sandwich. Anything that would give him the excuse and the courage to head to your door and knock. Then, there's a new worry. It makes him sit upright in bed. What if you skip out like you tried to do the last time, but succeed? He's not imagining it, right? You're interested. That look in your eye, back at the diner. When Dean confessed he used you for inspiration and exploration. That was not the look of someone appalled. Dean ventured it was beyond being intrigued or amused. You want him? He doesn't want to waste another night, waiting for you to magically drop into his lap. Snatching the headphones off, the music now faint and distant in the room, he rushes to the door. He's going to grow a pair and tell you. 
what exactly, he's not sure. But he's going to stand there in front of you until one of you breaks and speaks some words. He opens the door quick, a puff of air hitting his face at the hasty momentum. His eyes widen in surprise at the sight of you. You're standing in the hall, hand up, ready to knock. With an expression Dean's never seen you direct at him before. You don't give him a chance to speak. You lunge forward, appearing downright ravenous and zealous. Dean's pretty sure you aren't going to ask him to make you a sandwich. Well, 93% sure. His Cubano creations are kind of legendary. You practically herd him into the room with your deliberate stride. He fumbles with his backward steps, taking all of your energy in, overwhelmed by it. He's seen that look of determination on you after hunts, where you've sliced and diced so many monsters, it's like he's watching a fucking Ginsu knife commercial. He recognizes the vortex and swirl of emotions, probably something he displays as well, when victory is well-earned, after a hellacious fight. But when you wear all those feelings for the world to see, all that need to release is hot as fuck. A white, oversized button-up drapes your frame, contrasts the dominance on your face, and makes you appear smaller. Dean realizes the shirt is one of his, the one you had to borrow when you worked a case together and dressed as feds. He recalls wanting to cuff and redo your rights the first time he saw you in it. You were illegal in a pencil skirt and high heels that showed off the definition of your muscled thighs. And the starched collar with the undone buttons showed just enough cleavage to distract Dean from questioning anyone properly. He dreamed about you in that getup every night for weeks. And you still invade his slumber in that outfit on occasion. In those dreams, He'd tell you to be anything but silent. And he held everything against you. But there's no skirt tonight, and the shirt has only one loosened button at the collar. The way-too-long hem hangs well past your waist and hips, over your signature leather pants. He stares down and catches sight of your bare feet. He always thought you had the cutest little toes. He only gets a moment to peek at them before his collarbone is tapped by three of your fingers. He hits the mattress with the back of his calves at the same time as you touch him. He takes a seat on the edge of the bed. All Dean can think is holy fucking hell as you climb astride him onto the mattress. Your knees push and tuck into the outer flesh of his thighs. His hands clutch on instinct along the small of your back so you can't run away from him this time. He latches his hold into the channel of your spine, staring up at you. Your fingers curl one by one over each of his shoulders. You're locked and loaded, warm and right in his arms, like those hugs in Welcome and Goodbye, where he always has a hard time letting go of you. Just so we're clear, Winchester. You smile above him, floating, hovering over his lap, not allowing full contact, yet. Which is probably good for Dean, or he might already have melted into a puddle. 
The strength of your legs cinches his nutcracker thighs as tight as they can get to each other. You want this? He nods like a fucking bobblehead. Your mouth opens to speak. You hesitate for a second before the confidence returns as you ask the question. You want me? Dean lets out a tiny gasp. He knows it sounds soft and fragile, but he doesn't fucking care. Every bit of control he has left leaks out of his pores at your question. I've wanted you for... forever. Your eyes close. Then, those flirty lashes bat a few times. Why'd you never pick up what I was putting down? Because I'm a stupid fuck. You soften, allow your gaze to stop and linger over different parts of his face. I've dreamed about you, filling me up. You confess. Oh, trust me, sweetheart. There's been plenty of me filling you up, too, in this head of mine. He gulps at your fingers in his hair. The slightest tug at the strands open his mouth up. A desperate moan escapes. He's already rock hard. And then, to know you've thought about me doing it to you. And, for fuck's sake, Dean hears himself whine. You grin. The first time you thought about me and made all that progress. Where were you? There's no hesitation to respond. The stutter is more from the disbelief that you're here and that you want him as much as he wants you. The shower? Hmm. A finger taps his chin, trails down the slope of his neck, teases the flesh around the collar of his Henley. All of this was soapy and wet. Ready for me? Yeah. You bend down, slip to one side, and brush the shell of his ear with your lips. The breath is hot, scalding. Dean's skin prickles in excitement. Finally, you speak. May I fill you up, Dean? Oh, fuck. The expletive is strained, pleading. Is that a yes? Another whisper into his ear. Yes, yes. He's not even done with expelling the final S before your mouth is on his. Your intake of breath engulfs his last syllable and pulls another moan from his throat. Hands clasp his jaw, pulling him up to sit straighter, taller. The lips, the lips he stared at in wonder, they're lush and soft, but firm with direction in their brushes, the way they catch and cover his, lead him, hell, own his mouth. When you open your mouth to him, he has no choice but to follow. And it's your tongue that delves in first to taste and swipe and tangle around his eager one. He's holding onto you for dear life. Your bodies slowly merge and press together in the embrace. The heat of you is the perfect temperature against his skin. You inch closer and relax against him. The kiss is heaven. It has flipped a switch in him, leveled up his senses, and amplified every feeling. And damn, 
what a good girl you are to not have bothered with a bra under that shirt. It's making it hard to ignore his urge to rip that fabric open and send those buttons flying. He wants to praise you. He wants to tell you. The words form in his throat. Rise up. Such a good man. Keeping it to one layer tonight. It's your words that beat him to it. Your fingers are riding the Henley up his back, tickling his skin along the way, leaving goosebumps in their wake. I bet you could be even better with absolutely nothing. You lean away and tug the fabric higher. He loosens his hold on you for the briefest of seconds. His arms raise so you can pull the shirt up and off. He spots you for an instant, stretching your frame and lifting your own arms to shed his layer. Then, you tangle yourselves together again. Your touch is electric. Kissing. 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 Holy. Dean can't get the full thought out. Because he's just realized that under those leather pants, you're wearing a strap-on. The bulge covering your crotch and pressing into his stomach should have been the immediate giveaway. He moans into your mouth. You packing some heat or just happy to see me? You giggle back into his. Always prepared for action. He stops to stare at you. We, uh, we haven't really talked about how this scenario is going to play out. You blink. Wait. Dean chuckles. It sounds nervous and a tad excited. I planned on doing all those things you mentioned back at the diner. Those things that helped you relax. You kiss his forehead. Take care of you. Brush lips along his cheekbone. Push all your buttons. Peck his lips. Maybe have you come so hard you forget your name. Yeah. He mumbles and nods in total agreement. All of that, please. It's your turn to chuckle. Lean back. His spine sinks onto the mattress. You fall forward, forearms tunneling under his shoulders. A dip and you're sucking the side of his neck. Some of your hair sticks to his wet lips. He moans at the pressure of your mouth. The tip of his tongue glides along a few strands. Of course, even your hair tastes amazing. You explore. A trace of the anti-possession tattoo with your tongue. And then... Oh. Dean whispers the reaction on a long exhale to your mouth on his nipple. First a peck, then a flick, then a circle, then a suck. No, not just a suck. Lots of sucks. One would even call it a suckle. Fuck. Hmm. You moan and let the nipple pop out of your mouth. I knew they were perky. I always wondered if they were sensitive. Confirmed. Dean's chest heaves. You attack the other side, your hands getting in on the kneading and tweaking. Dean's head swims in bliss. His balls are tight. He didn't think he could get any harder, but every passing second of nipple play is turning his cock to granite. Christ, 
keep that up and I'm going to embarrass myself with how quick you make me come. You stop and tilt your head up to inspect his face. Don't ever feel embarrassed from pure, consensual enjoyment. You enjoying this too, sweetheart? The question has your dive back to his right peck. The one with the nipple that you have astutely deciphered is the really sensitive one. Halt. Yeah. Your enjoyment is making me so wet. Maybe you'll get to find out how much. You wink and lick your lip. Later. Dean's head topples back on a groan. We're going to have to get you ready for me. The languorous circling of the nipple by the tip of your tongue is divine. Cool air hits the wet skin when your actions cease and you leave him wanting more. You weren't lying when you said you worked your way up to three digits in the backside. Dean is up on his elbows in a flash, meeting your eyes for emphasis. No, ma'am. He smirks. You smile. I'm impressed. A pace begins around the room. His head turns to follow your steps to his nightstand. I was in such a hurry, I forgot the lube. Do I need to go back to my room, or... The drawer creaks upon opening. Your brows lift. Dean. He tightens, sucks both lips into his mouth. Wow, you really have been prepping. There's like ten types of lube in here. A chuckle escapes. You toss what has become one of Dean's favorite brands to use, housed in an economy-sized tube, onto the mattress by his thigh. The drawer is shut with a knee. That should be enough for now. You quip. I'm guessing you've been using the recommended amount? Shit done? Yeah. Towels, where do you keep them? He points to the chest of drawers. Top one. He watches you grab two fluffy gray ones. They are left atop the corner of the bed. Are we getting ready for surgery? That I'm so over you look he is very familiar with returns. You are not going to want to sleep in lubed up sheets. Trust me. Your arms cross. Just so you know, I don't mind if things get messy. His brows merge. I know that. We've picked cool bits out of each other's hair. You shrug, then point at his ass. I mean down there. Oh. He nods. Yeah, I kind of figured that too. But I've been extra thorough in that regional area lately. He wants you to know everything. Wants you to know how much he's been hoping. Got myself one of those, what do you call it? Anal douche thingies? He squeezes his fingers into a fist a few times. You look absolutely floored. Really? Yep. I took care of all that in the shower tonight. You know, in case. A tease of a smile is offered at his words before you tumble onto the bed, sitting on the edge. A knee knocks into his. Would you mind helping me off with these? Short fingernails with chipped blood-red polish scratch at the leather capping your knees. Dean gulps. Love to.
He hops off the stand in front of your parted legs. His cock bobs like a pop-up tent in his sweats. You lock arms against your sides to lift your ass a tad off the mattress, giving him a silent assist. Bending his body forward, hands tunnel under your white shirt. The contact of his fingers along your warm tummy makes the skin undulate. Your breath hitches. He's all thumbs with the snaps at your crotch when he finally finds them, though they are the simplest things in the world to undo. It's because of that bulge under them, ready to be unwrapped. I don't want to break anything. He offers with sincerity and wide eyes. You nod in warm understanding. Think of it like peeling a banana. You turn into a plank of muscle to ease the task for him. The shirt is hiding a lot from Dean's view. He thinks you knew exactly what you were doing when you picked the pieces of this ensemble. He's grateful you took some pity on him. The blush on his face won't need much kindling to turn into a brush fire. Shit. That's exactly what happens, though, when he feels the harness, the straps crisscrossing this way and that, over your waist and hips. And then... It's the silicone shaft he skirts over with the pads of his fingers that turn him into a puddle of shy embarrassment. Once he's certain most of your equipment is in the clear, he pulls the pant legs off in an elegant swish, like a torador. When he composes himself to look at you, he marvels at the beauty of you in the huge shirt, with bare legs dangling over the edge of the bed. Your voice washes over the rest of his nervous energy. We can always change up the playbook, if you need to. You give him a nod. All right? It's his turn to lean above and capture your lips in a hungry kiss. What I need is for you to take care of me. He doesn't break from the kiss until he's beside you on the bed, dropping to his back. He doesn't wait for you to reciprocate the task of undressing and gets to work. Fuck me. You murmur at the sight of his dick, sprung from the sweatpants, tapping once against his tummy from the stripping. It's stiff and ready, angled for duty. Maybe later? His voice fills with hope. No, there's no way we are letting that go to waste. You pounce on him, pulling a laugh from his mouth. Just as quick you push off, settling between his legs, kneeling on the floor. That hot mouth licks from balls to tip before sucking down the shaft. Fuck. Dean moans, closes his eyes. You. You. You stop for a moment to sass. Cat got your tongue? No, your mouth has my cock. Fuck, you're really good at that. He hears the pop of a cap, the squelch of lube. The sucking has stopped, replaced by a slick hand pumping. Why don't you take over for a bit? Let me watch, while I get you right where I want you. Dean hums in response. His fingers tangle over yours for a few seconds along his hard shaft. At the sound of you rising, he opens his eyes, tracks your now standing and back to the towels. 
you snap one open and return in front of him. Back up a bit. Knees up. Heels on the mattress. The towel is held open like a flag of victory in the expanse of your arms. Lift that sweet ass for me a second. He does as he's told, slinks and fumbles his way up the bed, while you swoosh in and get the towel under his ass. You take him in, staring, studying, especially the way he's lazily stroking his cock. Your hands cup his knees, angle him the way you want, spread him wider, plant his feet just so. Your words flow while you work. You asked if I liked submissive guys. Are all women submissive when they get fucked? All the women you've been with, did they always just let you have your way completely? He shakes his head. He's been bossed around in bed a couple of times, had his ass slapped. It was fun. But it's nothing like what he's feeling with you right now. This is other-level shit. Probably because of how much he cares about you, respects you, trusts you. Did you only take? Did you give in return? Did you understand what was needed after? You may not have heard stories about me, but I've gotten an earful about you, Dean. And all the reviews I've heard are glowing. You have him blushing again at the compliment and the way that he's on display for you. How your usually small frame now towers tall, peering down. He can't remember the last time he's ever been examined like this. So, going to take it slow, like you deserve. I'm going to check in, a lot. Anything we do, you need to be okay with. The lube cap opens. You hold it ready to squeeze. One thing to put something up your ass, another thing entirely to have someone fuck you. Christ, he wants that. Wants you to do it. I want to make this a good memory for you. You smile. The bottle makes a comical wet blast dispensing an excessive amount of liquid into your cupped palm. Dean hums in delight when two dainty fingers journey from his balls, past his perineum, to rim his puckered entrance. You okay? The pace is languid, the touch gentle. I'm fan-fucking-tastic, he murmurs. I bet I'm going to get all sorts of sounds out of you tonight. You cajole. You have some mad virtuoso skills, sweetheart. I have no doubt. He's right not to have doubted. You spend an extended amount of time massaging him into a state of utter bliss. The rimming turns into a careful exploration. Circle upon circle. Teasing. Testing. Asking. He's enthralled by your willingness to give him such special attention. You don't look impatient or bored. He's seen those looks on you plenty of times. No, there's excitement and extreme interest in the task. Dean's wriggling, pushing against your fingers. Damn. I'm gonna just... You lube the entrance. Give one finger a try. All right? 
he nods and licks his lips to ready himself. Wait. You pause. Which finger? He raises a brow. Whichever one I think you can handle. At that moment, after the words leave your lips, the look of utter submission by Dean is the antithesis of all that is this Winchester. He's never, ever shown that side of himself that you can remember. Not in a game of poker. Not bound and shackled by some monsters. Hell, the only way an archangel possessing his body could get him to stop railing against the intrusion was to lock him away and fake him out with some happy place mind loop. And he doesn't talk about it much anymore. But you think his time in hell, when he stepped off the rack to be the torturer, well, you know he sees it as giving up. You've always seen it as doing what needed to be done to survive, to buy time, to hang on a little longer with some semblance of sanity. Clinging to that sliver of hope that he would be saved, so he could make things right in the end. No. In your mind, Dean Winchester never turns over his power. Not until now. Right here. With you. You've watched him shed those layers of protection, bit by bit, all day today. Because he trusts you. His brow relaxes fully, and he forms those pouty lips into a small O to exhale in response. All right. There's so much of him you want to control and consume. This body, covered in countless freckles and scars, is a fucking wonder of genetic perfection and self-sacrifice. Even down to the bow legs that should not be able to prop up his massive frame. He's let you widen their gap even farther atop this mattress. Let you see all of his glorious secret spots. If it helps... You stretch and grab one of his hands, fisting the sheets with your hand not currently occupied with ass. Your fingers pry the spring-loaded tension of his own open. You take a moment to focus on pressing your palm against his, your digits fanning to rest along his large ones. He's staring at the connection, then your face, then back to your hands before he settles for good on your eyes. Look at the equipment I'm using compared to yours. My biggest is the size of your pinky. He grins, and you take advantage of the distraction you've created. You've been testing his entrance the entire time, and you feel when his literal guard lifts the fortress gate. You slip in the tip of your middle finger. Dean's eyes go wide. The grin falls. You intertwine your fingers with his. I got you, Dean. You smile. Good? He nods, tightens the grip, and closes his eyes. The slow corkscrew tilt as you ease in pulls a groan from him that makes you moan in response. He's a bundle of tight, hairpin trigger muscles. The lube helps. It doesn't take as long as you originally guessed to get your full finger seated inside. The rest of your hand palms under his ass like a baseball glove. Dean's whole body melts into your hold. His hand clenching yours goes limp, but still manages to hang on.
How's that feel? Good. Lids blink in lazy confirmation. Pretty sure that you can find what you're searching for, you ask. Want to go for two? Mm Mm-hmm. The punch-drunk smile lines his face. Oh, man. You're in deep, literally and figuratively, with all the feelings he's stirring up. You retreat, heart racing at the thrill of dominating this unconquerable man. He helps at your ask and provides a squeeze of lube to your fingers. You try to gain your composure and eventually go in with middle and ring fingers this time. Easy does it. You talk him through your motions. Then you whisper, Touch yourself for me, Dean. Show me how good it feels. He moans and acquiesces. He won't let go of your left hand with his right, though. He uses his left hand, wraps around the base, and tugs. His green eyes flame with those golden flecks you've studied on many an occasion. Random patches of his creamy, freckle-toasted skin are flush and hot. A determined stroke and fisting of the head follow. It's red and slick, with a mix of arousal and lube. You instinctly lick your lips, debating whether you should get on your knees again to devour him. He tasted sweet and spicy with a sharp tang. Divine. And the way he pulsed and twitched in your mouth. This what you want? He questions, licking his lips in response to your action. You nod. Good man. He hitches in breath at that. This man needs more praise in his life. You're all for giving it to him. Did you find it? His eyes narrow, but he doesn't stop the rhythmic pumping. No one should be allowed to look that fucking attractive all the goddamn time. For fuck's sake, he's even got a cute asshole. Your prostate, you clarify. Did you find it when you were exploring? I think so. You giggle. If you only think so, then you haven't. You drag your fingers out slow, force him to give you the other hand back so you can lubricate again. I'm gonna blow your mind if that's okay with you. He nods. Please. The word is soft and tentative, catching on the end of a labored breath. Upon some thought, you decide to stick with two fingers. Dean starts to speak, halts the incessant tugging of his cock. Can I? What? Can you take the goddamn shirt off? He huffs. I want to see that body. Losing the shirt means you see all of what's underneath. Isn't that why we're here? Dean's trying. He's really trying to process this whirl of emotions. Is horny as fuck an emotion? Because with you, here, doing all this, it's sure feeling like something more than a carnal, see stimuli, erect dick scenario. But yeah, he wants to see and feel all of you while you own him. You've been beyond careful with him. It's always been easy to admire the awesome hunter in you. Your orchestration of moves and speed of decisions in a fight is close to perfection. 
but it occurs in a flash of blink and you'll miss it. Here and now, your intention to make every second memorable and unhurried is the sweetest he's ever seen you. Sweetness covers your cheeks in a blush that formed at the request to remove the shirt. Dean is in awe. Considering all you've done and are getting ready to do to him, that's what got you full-on timid? You frown. You're paying to dry-clean this shirt. Only fair. Dean tips his chin in agreement. His knees collapse. He relaxes thighs onto the mattress. Rising up on elbows so he can get a better view, he spots the twitch of his cock as you loosen the next button at the collar. I love this shirt, you whisper. You probably don't remember. I gave it to you years ago on your first fed job. He finishes for you. Of course I remember. The smile you shoot him displays those caverns you call dimples. His heart thumps against his ribcage like a twitter-pated cartoon character. What the fuck is that about? Emotions. Hell. This might be a good time for a reposition. You turn serious, distract yourself from the progress that had you down to four undone buttons, then point past and over Dean's head. Pillow. And scoot up some more. He tosses you a pillow while still perched on one elbow. Even though he'd like to project all the sexy he can muster, he knows it is hopeless with the backward wriggles of an inchworm on the bed. You climb atop the mattress on your knees and wedge the firm foam under his cheeks to create an advantageous angle. Ever conscientious of possible lube stains, you shimmy another towel between his ass and pillowcase. You sit back on your heels between his legs. The sounds have quieted, except for the music emitting from Dean's headphones. He grins and you follow suit at the Def Leppard track. Listen, red light, yellow light, green light, go. A button undone. Dean's coming undone at the flesh and curves. Crazy little woman in a one-man show. Then another. The soft skin right above your belly button. Mirror queen, mannequin, rhythm of love. And another. His mouth dries up. The harness is in view. Sweet dream saccharine, loosen up. You peel the fabric off your shoulders and let him take his time and ogle every inch of you. Dean swallows. Yeah, those breasts are as beautiful as he imagined. And he really wants to get his mouth on those nipples. To the perfect little hardened buds, dusty pink in color. Even as he imagines how wonderful it would be to latch and suck, he can't help but be distracted and enthralled by the strap-on gear you're sporting around your hips. It's emerald green and not carbon copy dick reminiscent. Well, maybe if it was an alien's dick. Dean estimates almost seven inches of silicone might make its way up his ass tonight. Nothing to sneeze at. His stomach flips. What's this one called? Dean squeaks out. You smile with pride. Marvin the Martian. 
Dean's laugh is louder than expected and filled with nerves. Because of all the extraterrestrial encounters? You shake your head. Only action Marvin's seen is me. Dean shuts his big mouth. Ordered him about a week after we had the talk. You continue. Well, I had to test him out, of course. He's no Bertha. But he's remarkable in his own right. Special skills. Dean watches in amazement as you kink the dildo into a 90-degree bend. Then a curve. Then something that resembles the letter S. Forget Marvin. Dean mumbles. That's Gumby. His gaze meets yours. You're really going to fuck me with that? Only if you want. You reply. Dean nods quickly, surprising himself yet again at how eager he is for this particular act. Remember, you tap under both knees for him to lift. If anything hurts, not just discomfort, but really hurts, you tell me. Don't think you can power through that, Winchester. I'll try to make it better. If I can't, we stop. Okay. Marv is slicked up with lube by one of your hands, gliding along the shaft and swiping over the head. Your delicate fingers manipulated back into a curve, tip pointing up. Your movements mesmerize him. You creep closer on your knees. The heat-seeking silicone missile targets Dean's ass. Are you comfy? Need another pillow or something? The concern you show him, for him, makes the words catch in his throat. The soft timber of his voice finally replies, I'm good, sweetheart. You scoop an arm under his knee and press forward, slotted against him. Close. Every bit of contact creates wave after wave of flames dancing over his skin. You're better than good, Winchester. You're amazing. You smile as Dean feels the swirl along the rim of his entrance. He bites his bottom lip. You freeze and focus on the action. Fuck. You moan, then push. There's resistance, but not for long. Soon, the tip has breached. Dean groans when you pull out. Groans again when you slide only the tip back inside. The beauty of your body is where he decides to focus his attention. He wonders where all the strength hides in such a sweet and sexy package. The curves. The skin that shimmers with sweat in the dim lighting. Those eyes that have stared deep into his soul more than once are chipping away at all of his walls. Gonna try and get my rhythm going once you've accepted Marv here as your lord and personal savior. There's a glint of mischief in those eyes. And total brag, but I'm pretty good at fucking. But I've never had the pleasure of fucking an ass this sweet. You wink. Dean matches your bravado with a wink. Give it to me, baby. Another in and out. This one tests the waters, dives in a bit deeper. Dean moans, drops his head back into the pillow. You were right. It's a totally different experience when someone is taking the lead and filling him up.
the stretch, the fullness. The actions driven by you do indeed have a rhythm now. They are controlled. You're doing all the things you promised. Checking in. Asking Dean if he's alright. Taking care of him. He's about to say something sappy. Something he worries you might regret hearing. Especially from him. And then, Marvin grazes something with another light thrust. What the? Dean starts. You grin. Yep, that's what I was waiting for. That eyes rolling to the back of your head thing means we found the sweet spot. Your hips do a swivel and jerk that hits a button buried inside Dean. He shivers, a lean forward with locked arms, your weight on your hands, has Dean caged under you. His knees have hooked over your elbows, legs looking as if suspended in the air by stirrups for an exam. He's got to latch onto something. A hand curls around your neck. This is... He swallows and gazes up at you. Fucking amazing. I got you, Dean. I'll make you feel so good. Promise. You keep scratching at that itch. Dean feels like you've almost sated him, almost resolved his need. Then, the scratching stops. And, Dean whispers, Don't stop. You resume, almost complete. Another stop. God, yeah. Please. Dean pleads. His cock is rock hard, pressing into your stomach. So fucking hot. You whisper, readjust. Let one of his legs free so you can dip and capture his lips in a searing kiss. Dean moans happily into your mouth. His knee is by his shoulder. He's never been happier in his goddamn life to be turned into a human pretzel. Are you going to come for me, Dean? Yeah. The groan he emits rumbles down your throat. You raise up to wedge your thighs under his ass. You slide, slide, slide. Deeper. The tingling builds. It's a new sensation. One that zips and zaps from his cock, which you've now also decided to stroke on top of everything else, to all corners of his body and ricochets like a pinball. You're going to come so hard and long, like you've never come before. The words sound like a command from you. Dean nods, watching you play his body like an instrument. The notes are stacking atop each other, blending into a symphony of pleasure. Fuck. Dean mumbles. You grin. The slide is much more forceful now. His ass is bouncing with each thrust. So are your tits. Your hand pumps his cock to the beat with exacting precision. Dean puffs out each word in a burst of air. Hell. Yeah. Fuck me. He's louder than he has any right being. His voice seems to have gone up a couple of octaves as well. But he doesn't stop the expletives. You thrust hard and deep one final time. And that's what makes him snap. The orgasm shakes through his body and has him fucking resonating. A rocket of white light blinds him for a brief second. He calls your name at the peak of his rapture. He's no idea how much time has passed before he comes down from the high. He blinks, stunned, exhausted.
the shivers sputter through him with no rhyme or reason. He sees the mess he's made all over his stomach and chest. Someone's humming. Shit, it's him. The fuzzy sight solidifies, and he stares into your eyes. The look you have on your face is warm and wistful. Welcome back, you whisper. You haven't withdrawn completely. He can still feel the fullness inside, feel his body pulse against the stretch. Watching Dean Winchester come undone was the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. And that you were the one to do all that undoing? Shit. You want to sing and twirl around on a hilltop like Julie Andrews in The Sound of Music. But for now, you need to do your part and fulfill that promise to take care of him. I'm gonna pull out now and clean you up. Hmm. He nods. Arms flop and stretch the width of the mattress. Palms up. He's in utter surrender. You do as you state. He moans as you leave his body. A head-to-toe shiver follows from him, and you can't help but do the same. Now that the both of you are still and not engaged in arousing play, the chill of the bunker is apparent. You slide the pillow out from under his ass, but keep the towels in place. After some unbuckling, you remove the harness and Marvin from your hips. It rests on the corner of the towel, and you scamper over to Dean's dresser. You pick your white shirt off the floor along the way and cover yourself, more for warmth than modesty. Once you find a hand towel, the faucet is turned on, and water pours out for a while in the sink to heat up. You ponder that cleaning up someone's spunk was not the main reason the men of letters installed sinks in every bedroom. Well, then again, maybe it was. The damp towel's temperature is to your liking when you head back to Dean. He's been watching, smiling. You swirl the terry cloth over his chest, down to his cock, until his shiny pink and spotless skin meets your approval. He waves off your wanting to dress him, but doesn't say no to the tug you give the blankets and toss over his frame. With a promise of a quick return, you dash to the kitchen hoping not to cross paths with Sam along the way. Water bottles and snacks fill your arms and offering to Dean back in the room. He's found his way under the covers and silently invites you in with a peel back of the sheets. You're popping one peanut M&M past his lips. Watch him chew in super slow delight, then provide him with another. Once he swallows, you tip a sip of water into his mouth. The pattern repeats, for a while. His grin gets wider with each minute. How long you plan on feeding me? The scent of peanuts and chocolate carries on his breath. As long as you want. You smile. How do you feel? His lids flutter. Like I could sleep for a week. With that cue, you put aside the food and water and envelope this big bad hunter into your embrace. Well, I can't say I'll be here if you wake up in a week, but I can be here for the start of your sleep. He mumbles, mouth buried into the side of your neck. I want you to be here when I wake up. Oh man, has he got you wrapped around his finger? Not going anywhere, Dean. Promise. You aren't sure what's in store when he wakes. You tamp down any expectations and remain realistic 
rational. But you can't help but hope all that's transpired is the start of something more. Dean's busy in the kitchen the following morning. He's smiling to himself, humming Def Leppard, cracking eggs into the grease left in the skillet from frying a pound of bacon. An artery-clogging breakfast is his thank-you gift for keeping your promise. You were there when he woke up a half hour ago. He woke to the sounds of snores from your gaping mouth that put a freight train engine to shame. You were looking fine as fuck, even with mussed hair and smushed face against the pillow. He slid out of bed, not really worried that you'd stir from any noise made. He trekked towards the showers, sore and achy in all the best ways, hamstrings screeching in pain like an 80s hair metal band. His ass requested extra care and widening of bow legs with each step. He welcomed the warmth and pulsing strength of the water. Now, as he cooks, he's actually reveling in the discomfort. It reminds him of you. He's remembering all you did and how you made him feel. He's pondering how goddamn fucked he is at how much he wants to pour his heart out to you. He wants to lay it all out there. He wants to head back into the bedroom and turn the tables on you. Show you how well and good he can make you come. Maybe compare notes after. See who fucks better. Dean has a feeling you'd best him in that area, too. But he's not going to. He's going to wait. Not push any more than he already has. He doesn't want to mess up this potentially awesome thing. No. He'll just focus on serving you the most perfect, sunny-side-up egg. He knows that's how you like it. Sam startles Dean out of his thoughts. He strolls in with a morning-after shit-eating grin. Hey. He brushes a hand over his face, then combs through his locks to sweep back his fair faucet fringe. Dean nods. Morning. I'd offer you breakfast, but don't think you'd approve. Sam shakes his head and wanders to the coffee maker to pour a cup. After a tentative sip, Sam comments. What's got you in such a good mood? I could hear you humming from all the way up the steps when I got in. Dean shrugs. I'm not one to kiss and tell. Sam guffaws. Right. The grin turns genuine, though. The kind of smile Sam gives his older brother when he's happy for him. I guess it's about time. Damn right it is. Sam waits as Dean plates the eggs and butters the toast. Really? No details? He asks. Dean sighs and points a spatula in Sam's direction. All right, but you tell anyone and I will personally carve you up for a ghoul's dinner. Sam raises a hand and juts out his chin. Dean, come on. She's into some stuff I never tried before. It was awesome. He smiles cheekily. Stuff you've never tried? Not possible. Let's just say she got to fifth base with me. Fifth base? Sam's eyes widen. Dean grits his teeth before releasing the murmur. I got pegged. Sam's face relaxes. Silence. Hands brace the edge of the stainless steel counter. Dean prepares for Sam's cackling. All right, let's hear it. 
Sam blinks in time with his steps towards Dean. I could say you got what's coming to you. But she's more than you can handle, I'm sure. Can only imagine the, uh, equipment she uses. Sam's knowing smile as he grabs a slice of toast is what tips Dean off. It's great, isn't it? Sam confirms with his question. Eileen and I have done it a few times. He taps Dean's biceps. A whole new world for Mr. Love him and leave him. You should see if she wants to give tantric sex a try down the line. That is, if she's not tired of your ass already. A soft chuckle follows Sam's sentence, obvious delight with his own innuendo. A quick turn and he's heading out. Got a shower and sleep. Dean forces his mouth to close and finishes preparing breakfast. The tray is stacked with food and he does his best server routine and heads down the hall to his room. He frowns at the door, slightly ajar, when he turns the corner. He'd closed it when he left. It swings open with a slipper tap. The bed's made. There's no trace of the previous night's activity. Or you. He drops the tray on the tiny table and is ready to storm to your room, hoping you haven't left without saying goodbye. The thought of having to wait months to see you again makes his heart race. But your voice from behind freezes him in place. Fuck, that's a ton of bacon. I may definitely die and go to heaven after eating all that. His head twists to catch you in the doorway. You're showered, squeaky clean, and dressed for the day. You squint at him. Why are you looking at me like that? Dean ponders the expression he's been exhibiting. He can't seem to control anything around you anymore. How am I looking? Worried? You thumb towards your room. Got a text. There might be some gin activity down in Louisiana. Up for a trip down the bayou? Dean smiles. Absolutely. Your grin is sly and flirty. Maybe after the hunt, we find ourselves in New Orleans? That's all Dean needs for permission. He wraps you up in his arms, holds you tight. Maybe we get up to all sorts of stuff. After I show you the proper way to dispose of a gin, that is. I seem to remember a story where you... It's the quick and painful tug you give the hairs on his scalp that makes his dick twitch. Maybe you shut up and use that mouth the way I tell you to, Winchester. He licks his lips and stares into your eyes. There's dominance there with a playful edge. And what he thinks is even endearment. And want. Lots of want. For him. He gives you a soft nod. Good man. You whisper and own his mouth in a searing kiss. You have it all under control. Fuck the bacon. You're Dean's heaven.